Hello and welcome neighbors. I'm Brian Plain and this is the Live Here Riverside podcast. This podcast shares the stories of good people doing great things right here in our village of Riverside, Illinois. My guest today is Joelle Alejandro. Joelle is the owner of Mago Styling Cave, a new barber shop that recently opened right here in downtown Riverside. In our conversation, we discuss Joelle's start in and passion for barbering, how commuting through Riverside led to Joelle opening his barber shop here, and how Riverside's strong sense of community has already made him feel welcome in our little village. I hope you enjoy getting to know our new neighbor, Joelle Alejandro. All right, Joelle, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. So let's start with your story. Where did you grow up? And tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, okay. So um, like I said, my name is Joelle Alejandro. I grew up in the Cicero area, um, kind of bounced around growing up. Uh, but Cicero is pretty much where I was raised as a kid with my uh, parents. I went to Morton West for my freshman year. Um, that was obviously the local high school. And then my mom transferred me out to Plainfield Central, went out there. That was a cool experience. And then after that, I actually found myself going, uh, wanting to go to college. And then I went to, um, uh, or I wanted up going to St. Ambrose University out in Davenport, Iowa in the Quad Cities. Okay. Uh, was out there for a while. And that's where I actually started developing my skills as a barber. And it's kind of cool because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do in college. Cause when you go to on your orientation and stuff like that, you kind of get like some little, not fake, but you get an advisor who's really not your advisor. And they kind of just say, Oh, what do you like to do? And like, I'll say, Hey, I like talking about, okay. Communication. It was kind of funny how that kind of worked out. And I started to get into barbering just a little bit before I even got to college. And it was because my buddy had to give me a pair of clippers. And back, back when I was younger, I used to love getting haircuts and I loved the art of it. And I was always a drawer, always, sketching on my notebooks and my homework and stuff like that. So just enough to keep me busy with the whole art, keeping my like my mind and like the art and all that creative thinking type stuff. Um, and then I remember when he got me all the clippers and stuff, I was just like, yeah, I'll take a hack at it. And it was on him and that was pretty bad. But then as I got older and I started seeing more videos, internet started doing a little bit um, more things on YouTube with barbering. I kind of just, took it and ran with it. And when I got into college, I just left my dorm room open and just started cutting hair and doing this. And it's been well, well over 10 years now. And obviously just through time, you just progresses with whatever you're doing. Okay, cool. So, so I guess, I guess yeah. take, take us from there. So you're, you're, I guess, how did it, I guess, how did you get to kind of where you are today? Just from, uh, you know, starting out obviously in, in the dorm room. Um, at what point did you feel like, okay, this is, this could be, you know, my, my thing and kind of my That's thing. So it all started a little bit when I had a house in, in, in Iowa. I had like my own little house, like my studio uh, where people would come in, come out. And I'm just thinking, well, this is kind of this kind of nice. You know, I had my own little shop in my own house. And then people would say, hey, I think you can actually get a barbershop. Like, I think you're good enough. And, and that was the trouble. That was like that. That was the hardest part for me. It was just because everyone's telling me this, but I'm not too comfortable with being in a setting where I'd be like, okay, I have to have three other three or four other barbers with me. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was definitely, it definitely was different. But at that point when I had my house, one of my houses and I was like, I moved in like two or three houses, just like throughout college. And I started seeing like, Oh man, everyone's following me house to house. And I get everyone's like recommending me. 
and that's when it kind of became like oh you're a barber like you are the you are the guy like so it kind of opened my eyes and opened up some doors but I think what it really helped was just like the support that I got when I was in Iowa too like with them leading like the college students telling me that I can do it and them not being able to even make it to class and they're telling me these kind of things that kind of helps like a lot (laughs) and then my old boss his name's Gary uh and his wife Annette they kind of really helped me with like oh like how are you like what do you ever see yourself being in the shop and not doing in your house and they really helped me for sure okay cool and and how, so how did take us through that transition so how did you kind of uh or at least give us kind of the highlight tour of how did you make your way from, okay. from Davenport Iowa to uh you know now now having your own shop um here at Mago's right. Island Cave here and right here in Riverside um yeah so it's kind of funny uh, I was a coach, an AAU coach while I was out there. And then I was kind of thinking, I'm like, you know, I had, I actually had recently got a girlfriend too. Um, and I didn't want to do the long distance thing and I missed my family. And so he's like, you know, let me just go home. Like, I think I'm, I, I believed in myself and my skills to go home, like pretty much back this way. Um, and I was like, you know, I think I can do it. Like I can go home, go work a little bit, like kind of build some, like build my name up which was tough. That was really, really tough. I'm not going to lie. Going from Iowa to shoot right outside the city. That's tough. Like I was, I'm an ant compared to being out there, you know? So I was just like, I was nervous. I was super nervous. Cause I was like, you know, I have like 10 friends who will for sure come to you at 10 people are not going to, you know, pay my bills and they're not going to help me grow. But you know, I, I got home and I got a job. I interviewed or I messaged to get one of the first barbershops that I worked at and got that right away. And after that, I went to another barbershop in uh, Stickney on Pershing and Oak Park. And uh, I was like, you know, I think I can do this on my own because I started getting a lot of clients and going from Iowa to here. I was just like, like I said, it was super, it was, it was, it was a big, big hit on me for sure. But I just believed in myself, honestly. And I knew what my hands could do and I believed in my haircutting ability. And I haven't even lived here for two years, Brian, and I got my own barbershop open. Yeah, I was going to say that's... I moved, I moved back here in December of 2017. Wow. I got my barbershop. Okay. So, and did you... No dreams are too far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> and did you know, I guess, did you know that kind of whole time as you were kind of working at those other places? I mean, was your eye always kind of on opening your own shop or is it more... Uh, yeah. Know, just kind of stumbled, stumbled into your lap here. To be honest, I was a little, fr- I was a little like scared to even think about the idea at the first barbershop because where I worked at, it was like, there's cool guys, but it was the, the guys who had owned it. They're like super famous. So I was just like, well, they're famous and they have a barbershop. How do I do that? Knowing I'm not famous type thing, you know? And then I was like, I left that scene and I went to the one in Stickney. And then I saw like what that owner was doing. And I kind of was like, you know, I think this is like, a, this is a thing for me. Like I can do that. You know, I have really good people skills. Like I went to, I'm really good at just communicating and I don't know. I just like talking with people. So I did see that when I was at that shop, cause I saw how many people were walking in for me and you know, it's just my, cause we use an online booking app still to this day. Mm-hmm. And when I kept seeing my book, just get booked, booked every weekend. I was just like, okay, this can happen. You know, like I know for a fact that I can do well on my own and that's what, yeah, that's pretty much what helped me. And you know, when I got my license, that's the whole point of a barber. Like you get your license, you're like, you're not like top tier, but you know, you feel something, you feel like, okay, now you're, 
now you're you're like you have so many options now that you have a license you know you can go you can open up your own you can go do teaching you can do whatever you want to do because you have your license but when i got my license i was like okay i think this can be an actual thing now i just got to get the right location okay and and so when you got your license was that kind of when when the idea for for Mago styling cave started to kind of come together and you started to, i think i think you mentioned before how obviously for the shop to kind of survive and, and to thrive, um, you know, that you would need to bring on a couple other people as well too. So I guess, uh, take us through, I guess, maybe the formation of, of Mago's as it, as it kind of stands today. And, uh, I guess tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah. So, um, when I did get my license, yeah, I kind of noticed that I, I was going to do that after I got it, but it was going to take some time still. Um, I wanted to make sure that I was a hundred percent, like going to be committed to that, which I a hundred percent, like I know for a fact I was going to be, mm-hmm. but, I needed to make sure I had enough clients to come with me, you know? Um, and not even that, it was just more so like the transition of going from another barbershop to my own would have just been really, really like eye opening for sure. And, um, I think what we did, what I did with formating like my team and stuff like that. And like, what, like at my, uh, like my shop, my styling cave, it was about getting the people who I know can match up to my people skills and being able to, uh, make everyone else like feel comfortable, you know, like that's what we do. We try to provide optimal comfort when people walk in that door and the cave aspect, it's, you have to think about it, you know, every, every, I mean, every man's dream is to have like a man cave at one point in their life. So I kind of, I wanted to build my own. Um, and it was for the public, I guess. Um, I mean, kids, when they go there, they like it because they're like, Oh man, sports stuff, you know? And, when the dad is with them, they're looking like, "Oh man, this is really, this is really relaxing. It's kind of nice. This is not like uh, no, no, like some barbershop that's just like, I don't know. They're really loud and just they don't feel as comfortable. So there's a lot of a lot of that's the difference between my the Mago Styling Cave versus the other. I just wanted it to be really relaxing and um, welcoming for everyone else that walks in that door. That's great. And and how did you end up uh, choosing, I guess, Riverside as as where you where you want to locate your business? So I that uh, the second barbershop that I work at, three hundred two men's barbershop on Pershing and Oak Park. I um I took that drive every day because I live in Brookfield. Okay. So I would take like Forest all the way to was that Riverside Riverside Road and mm-hmm. get off on Ogden or whatever that was. Um. So yeah, I was like looking. I'm like, I really like this area. You know, like it's. I was very alienated to that this area because I remember growing up so like Cicero is not too far you know mm-hmm. so I would always I would always look I'm like oh I wonder what's in that little area and I just remember playing soccer growing up on that one of those fields over there in Harlem right, right across the Burger King remember mm-hmm. the Burger King yep mm-hmm. and I just remember um never wanted to go in there because it was like all foresty and I was like oh it looks really confusing and then growing up everyone always talked about how confusing it was and so then when I lived in Brookfield I still live in Brookfield um I would take that way all the way through and I'm like, Oh, it's not as bad. And I saw that little, uh, the arcade building, AKA I call it the castle building. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I contacted the landlord and he was like, Hey, I have a space available. I was like, let's check it out. And then here we are. <laughs> I like it. So that's how, that's how I found it. It was just my drive to work every day. And I just looked around and I was like, this place doesn't have a barbershop. And the barbershop that I found out that you guys had, it was on the platform there. Um, right. but, yeah, that's the only one that I heard about. And I was like, well, mine would be different, I guess. And that's just like my vision that I had. Oh, that's cool. And and how long have you how long have you guys been open for now? We have been open since 
June 15th or June 17th. I'm sorry. June 17th. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. And we're, three weeks, we're three I should say we're, yeah, I was gonna say we're recording this on, on July 8th. So, um, so yeah, so just a, a couple of weeks and I guess how, how do you feel like the reception is, has been so far, I guess, just from, from the community and, and how's, how's business going thus far? And I realize it's very, very early days that way, but I'd be curious to hear your initial impressions of how things are going. Oh yeah, no, honestly, it's great. Uh, I definitely like the community a lot. They're very, very nice to us. Um, every time I'm cutting, I'll see someone poking the window and I kind of wave them in because I feel like that's what they want to see. You know, they're poking, if they're looking outside the window, I'm like, Hey, come inside and just come meet me. You know, that's what I want. I want people to just walk in and come like just say hello. Um, but for the most part, everyone's super awesome. They're friendly. Um, they, they just, they like what I'm doing and I just, I'm glad I can provide for that, this community, you know, cause it's such a Riverside to the, I, I mean, me being there for not even a month, I just figured it out, but it's like, everyone's very, uh, together. There's mm-hmm. like a sense of togetherness in, in the community and that's what I like. And they already, Riverside's already made me feel that way. And from the people who live there to the village, like it just, it's awesome. It's a great atmosphere. Good. Well, we're certainly happy to hear that that's, that's been your, your experience so far. And hopefully, uh, hopefully us talking today and getting the word out will help, will help, <laughs> help that continue, uh, that feeling for you. Um, and I guess, uh, take us through as well, Joel, just, um, obviously, uh, I think people are familiar with a barber shop, but I guess tell us a little bit about kind of, um, your services, how the shop is set up. Um, I guess kind of what people can, can expect, I guess, when they, when they come in. Um, when they come in, uh, I expect them to honest, obviously just, feel at home but i know with our services we do specialize in all men's haircuts um as far as men's haircuts i guess it's old new uh traditional all techniques and uh hair uh, styles because we throughout the years of barbering they it changes over time um with our services we pretty much uh make sure that whoever is kind of walking in the door we can kind of get an idea um of what their hair what they what the, like what services they actually like and we have a big sign right when you walk in it shows like our price list and the type of haircuts um or services i should say uh that they can choose from we use an online booking app it's called booksy um okay. that is actually pretty convenient and everyone uh that i've posted on because i'm in that riverside community facebook page mm-hmm. um i've been posting um a decent amount um as as to how to go about it and using the booksy app i mean i get it sometimes doing an online thing can kind of be tiring which i i can see i can see why because a lot of people they actually like walking in they uh they like walking in before um they can make an appointment which is fine because sometimes people are on the go and i totally understand that Mm -hmm. um but i think with the booksy app it's nice because say you have a birthday brian right and then you know you need a haircut before your birthday uh instead of walking in and not knowing if you're going to get a haircut right away, at least you have that book. So you have to kind of help you be like, okay, well, I'm setting this time, this day, and I'm getting this, uh, this service done. That way it's like, okay, it's already planned. Now you, cause a lot of people like getting their stuff done, like, like throughout, um, um, a couple of days in advance, months in advance. And they like doing that stuff. People like being on the schedule. I like being on the schedule. So I think that's what books he provides. It really helps everyone around, uh, the shop know like, okay, this is the time I have this guy, this guy, this guy, and it just keeps going on. Um, That's great. Yeah. And, and I, I should say I've, I've been out on it as well too. And I, like I said, I would, I would agree that it's very, 
very easy to navigate. And I think that's an important detail to share too, because again, I think sometimes the assumption is people, um, you know, with barbershops are just getting a haircut in general. They just kind of assume it's like, Oh, you just kind of, you just kind of walk in. But, um, I think more and more nowadays it's, it's more common that you can, like you said, you can go online and, and know that your spot's kind of reserved for when you want to come in and we exactly. want to, you know, cut your hair and so forth. So, uh, yeah, I really like the tool that you guys have used and, and put together for the shop as well. Right. And I, and it's just nice because, you know, I don't like people like, I personally don't like seeing people wait. Um, I remember growing up, man, there was, I had to wait at least three minimum of three hours to get a haircut. Oof. So I'm glad, but yeah, that's, and, and see when I was in seventh and eighth grade to me, that was nothing. Like mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, okay. I'm I'm still getting a haircut, but no, now that I'm the guy doing it, it's more so like, okay, no, you have to uh, make sure people are here when they get here, you can give them a time that way they can get in and out, like not the get in and out where it's like, I'm cutting super fast, but more so like they don't have to wait longer. Like as long as I did when I was young, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not, that's how it shouldn't be. I would rather have people be like, Hey, I have, you know, I have an appointment. It's nice. Appointments are really nice because then you feel more like, uh, like I, I don't know, not special. I guess special is not the word that I'm looking for, but it's just nice knowing that you have an appointment and you don't got to actually wait for anyone and not just anyone. You want to build that chemistry with the barber too. You know, I want to build, like Brian, if I know you're coming all like every other, every two Tuesdays or something, you know, I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to see Brian. And we get this, like, we develop this little chemistry. And that's, that's, and that's like the, that's the history of barbering too, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's just like the connection you get with that client, you know? Yeah, for sure. No, I feel like so, I mean, you just feel well taken care of, right? Yeah, exactly. So like, it's nice. Great. And then, and then the last question I like to ask everybody is, um, and I know you haven't been here for, for in Riverside for that long yet, but um, what would you say is the kindest thing that someone's done for you here in Riverside so far? Um, I, well, hold on, I'm trying to figure it out because there's one. And you can cheat. You can, have to... you can say multiple ones if you want. This is, this is an open-ended question. You get to decide how you want to interpret it. Okay. I, oh. Shout out to Fleur, Fleur Bakery, right on the corner. They are great. Um, the owner there, she actually gave me, um, she baked, she got up, I think she got up really early. I mean, uh, she came super early to work the day I opened and gave me some like cookies and brownies and stuff to mm-hmm. give to the people that walked in the first day. That was super nice of her. She's awesome. Yeah. Adriana, um, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I, and I, it was super hard because I wanted to eat all. I honestly <laughs> was thinking, I was like, I really don't want to give these away. Uh, but she was super awesome about that. She's really nice. That's a cool neighbor to have her and Dave. But yeah, that was probably actually one of the nicest things on her end for sure. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I what I got done. Um, I actually have a couple families who will like shout me out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I cut um, this kid named. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I cut up her son and she like went out her, her way to like shout me out. And um, she was like really active in the community, I believe. So that was really nice. Like just like people don't have to do that, you know, but mm-hmm. it's really nice knowing that people actually care about local businesses and, and small businesses for that matter. And they're just going out of the way to do that. And then I remember I got a bouquet of flowers from, have you ever been to Mary's in Brookfield? Mary's morning mix up by Sam? Uh, I'm familiar with it. No, I've, I haven't been though, but yes, I'm, I'm familiar with it. Yep. 
I think Mary lives in Riverside, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, okay. she gave she got she sent me flowers, so that was nice. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. yeah, I mean, other than that, it's, yeah, other than that, it's pretty nice. I remember I went to the fourth, the third, uh, July third party in Guthrie. Is that what it is? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I ran into a few um, moms who recognized me, so that was really cool. Like they're like, "Oh, this is Mago." Like, say hi, and like, I just they introduced me to some people, and they're like, "Oh, come check you out." So it's kind of nice that the word is really spreading. Oh, and that's every great. time that somebody, and every every time somebody new that walks in. They'll come around and look and be like, oh, they're like, we hear a lot of good, good things about this place. So just Riverside in general, just taught, even saying those kind, kind words about us is just, I guess that's the best, that's the most kind thing within itself, you know? Sure. Yeah. And so. if, if folks want to find out more about Mago's um, Styling Cape, tell us, uh, to all, not only where they can um, find you guys online, but tell, tell them, again, just where you're physically located so we have that as well. Yeah. Yeah, we are uh, located at 6 East Quincy Street, right between um, the Colorsmith Glass Shop and Fleur. Um, we're right across the First American Bank, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we like, like me and Brian were talking about, I definitely recommend you to use the online booking app called Booksy. Uh, once you download it, you all got to do is search Mago Styling Cave. And once you do that, uh, the services pop up right, right there. Um, if you don't want to use the app, that's totally fine with us. We actually do uh, we do um, take phone calls too. Walk-ins are always welcome. Uh, but if you call in the shop at 708-853-9398, just say, hey, um, I'm so-and-so and I want to get a haircut at this time. Can I come in? And we'll get you set up. Um, and yeah, we are cash. We are cash only. Okay. Um, we, we have an ATM in there in the barbershop as well. Um, we haven't advanced anything with cards or anything and, uh, just, we just opened up. So we're just little by little trying to figure out as I go. So. Sure. And then if, yeah. um, I, I know you guys are on Facebook as well too, so people can search for you out there. Um, are you guys yeah. on, are you on Instagram, any of the other social media platforms as well? Yeah. So on Facebook, I'm, we're under Mago Styling Cave. Uh, okay. go ahead and like our Facebook page. Um, please, uh, uh, I have an Instagram. It's actually my personal, but I still book a lot or I still like promote and do stuff like on for my shop on there. I don't, it's my personal, but it, to me, it's, that's my, basically my barbershop too. Cause I'm always posting stuff about our barbershop. Sure. And that's, yeah, that's at Mago. Um, and that's with three G's M A G G G O. And yeah, other than that, we have, I have a Twitter, but I'm rarely, I rarely use that. And then okay. we're on Google as well too. So, Great. Pretty much on Yelp. We're on Yelp, and with Yelp, if you go on Yelp too, you can book it through Yelp. So, okay, cool. Well, and I'll make sure we include uh, links to all of those in the in the blog post that goes along uh, with this episode as well, too, so that uh, people can find you guys easily as well. Yeah, but yeah, um, definitely Riverside is great. You guys are a really great community. That's for sure. I really like being in the area. It's kind of nice because every time um, in my other barbershops, when we go on like breaks and stuff we would pretty much have to look at like roads and people just driving by. Now I can go on a break and I can just, I can just walk through the, like the little downtown area and just, you know, I can go look, visit other like restaurants or whatever the case may be, or just sit on the Guthrie Park. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's, it's super, I really like my location. And I really like what Riverside has to offer for sure. Great. Well, we're, we're certainly happy you're here. And uh, like I said, I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your story and telling us a bit more about your business. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you for having me. Hey neighbor, Brian here again. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Live Here Riverside podcast. You can read our blog posts and hear future episodes of this podcast by visiting us online at livehereriverside.com or liking our Facebook page, Live Here Riverside. One last thing, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a neighbor that you think would enjoy it as well. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you.